You are listening to the Delay and Pray podcast, episode number 56. Welcome to the Delay and Pray podcast, where certified Catholic and weight loss coach Beth Bubick teaches you how to permanently lose weight through spiritual fasting. Get ready to gain faith and lose weight through a joyful transformation of both body and soul. Now, your host, Beth, the Catholic Fasting Coach. Oh my goodness, weight loss is challenging on an average day, but especially during holidays, vacations, parties, anytime that there is something unusual going on that sort of breaks up your average or normal week. Well, keeping the faith during these times is just as challenging too. So the answer is in combining the two things and coming out with a big win. I really like imagery. And you've heard me say before that God gave us an amazing imagination to help us to see the highest good before us, the good, the true, and the beautiful. And we can see it here on earth for sure, but then we can imagine what it's like to be in heaven. And those visions can help us keep praying and fasting throughout any season. So in the new year that is coming upon us quickly, it's time to shift our thinking about weight loss altogether. I want you to take the pressure off yourself because it isn't for you anyway, like in a vanity sort of way. It's for God so that you can be as healthy as possible for your family and your country and to live out the mission that God has for you. It could even be about realizing your talents and dreams here, here on earth. It's challenging and it takes entering the combat arena of spiritual fasting to make the most positive impact on you and those around you. So I like to think of spiritual fasting and weight loss and faith gain as like a boxing ring that we have to step into, put our gloves up, and get into the fight. Remember my nephew, Jacob Meyer. He is a priest in the Navy and lost 200 pounds during the first 10 years of his priesthood to live out his dream of being a naval chaplain. He is now stationed in Japan, and his story is on video in my Delay and Pray group coaching course. And he is someone to emulate. He entered the arena. He armored up with the Holy Spirit. He surrendered his attachments to sugar to God. And he battled his way to the finish line of 198 pounds to be accepted into the Navy just over a year ago. He is a great example of entering the ring and experiencing weight loss. Oh, but way more faith gain to live out his mission for God. He was just home for Thanksgiving for the first time. And our whole family came out to greet him. He is doing very well. What he's doing is challenging, but he's doing it for God. Fasting and praying is a lifestyle, my friends. It is probably one of the best things you can do here on this earth. He is why I fast on Wednesdays and Fridays most weeks to keep him and all those military personnel and priests who keep our country safe and free. Frankly, as an American citizen, it is my duty to do this. We are the church militant here on earth. I can fight with my rosary and fasting. I also find myself thinking about God and others way more than food now. So what if your weight loss is really about interceding for others and worshiping God at the same time rather than dieting and trying to fit into that size four or six? What if 
It is about interceding for the kingdom and bringing about the glory of God through your weight loss. Wow. Now that is something we can all sign up for. This, my friends, is what it's all about. So take the pressure off yourself about the weight because you're doing it for God. And if you truly do have a weight problem and only you know that, then you also have a gluttony and greed problem. Me too. I put myself in this category as well. Because this gluttony and greed, this is an inordinate desire to consume more than we need or require. We have to face up to this. Both of these things offer us comfort in the way of the world instead of living for the kingdom of God. I read something a while back and I included it in the last podcast, but I want to say it again. And it came from one of my fasting books and I'm going to have to find it so that I can put it in the show notes. But it said this, you have a choice. You can either be nailed to the world or you can be nailed to the cross. We want to be nailed to the cross, my friends. That's where we want to live, right there. When we overindulge in food, food becomes an attachment and we would rather eat than pray. And this is where we become nailed to the world. St. Paul speaks in scripture in Philippians 3.19 about people who are actually enemies of the cross of Christ because their God is their belly. St. Paul says that their end is destruction. Ah, that is some tough teaching right there. How many of us can relate to this? We really don't mean to do this, but we just sort of neglect ourselves and we do it. And if all we do is consume all day long, then at one point, enough is never enough. A mind and heart set on gluttony and greed, even unconsciously, will really never be able to build God's kingdom here on earth because we'll miss our mission. We could be so busy trying to build a kingdom of comfort and complacency that we forget to build a kingdom here on earth like Jacob is doing. We may need to step back and examine our hearts for a moment to figure out just where we want to focus our efforts. We need a plan, that's for sure. We need to begin with a plan, a plan for your prayer life, your food consumption, your thought patterns, your emotions, and you must have a plan for intercession. Who are you praying and fasting for? Who are you storming heaven for? What is the why that makes you cry? If you chose a spiritual motivational goal a while back, then please revisit that goal and recommit to the goal and the plan because sometimes we just forget. Well, there is not a moment to waste in our dreams. Intercession for others through prayer and fasting is like stepping into the boxing ring for a match with sin itself. But the nice thing is you have God on your side. You have the Blessed Mother and the Holy Angels there too. You may be knocked down a few times, but they will help you get right back up and keep swinging. This boxing plan includes these things. Fasting windows. How long are you willing to be hungry for? Eating windows. What will you eat and how much? Letting go of perfectionism. How often are you willing to fail to get this right? Employing experimentation. How hard are you willing to research to find the answers for your body and soul? Putting the sacraments on your calendar. How many times are you willing to go to confession for help? Getting coached. How many times are you willing to get coached within the group to reframe your thoughts and deal with your emotions? Winning the match isn't easy and takes time and possibly some metaphorical bruising, but it's so worth it. It's worth it in both body and soul, not only for you, but for others. Things that we want don't always happen immediately because sometimes 
God delays what you ask from him because he is allowing you to find yourself and become a better person while pursuing the outcome you're looking for. The process is important. He molds us like clay into exactly what is needed to fulfill his mission for us on earth. We are here for him. It's not our mission. It's actually his. The waiting and persevering are actually the first steps in making it past the first round. Psalm 27 verse 14 says, wait for the Lord, be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord, exclamation point. The Lord is exhorting us to prepare for the battle. Keep your gloves up, he says. Stay standing. Your time is now. So my question for you is, are you willing to wait? I ask myself all the time, am I willing to lay down my sugar, my flour, my alcohol and processed food on the altar at mass and pick up the boxing gloves of spiritual fasting? I also have good days and bad, but there are more good now. Are you begging the Blessed Mother to give you the graces to fast on Wednesdays and Fridays? Are you crying out to God because you're desperate to learn how to be an expert in spiritual fasting and healthy in mind and body and soul? Are you crying out to Him? Because it's going to take more than asking once. Excellence requires practice and lots of failing. Faith requires action. We need to pray with expectant faith that our dreams will come true and that the people that we're interceding for will be healed and converted. We need to believe and we need to thank God ahead of time. If the struggle looks like a mountain from your perspective, know this, that the mountain is tiny from God's perspective. Working together, the two of you can easily move it from one place to another, but you're going to have to have faith. This is where the faith gain comes in. You're going to have to believe that it's going to get done in God's sweet time. And while you wait, you just delay and pray day after day. Your intercession for others and worship of the Most High King, Jesus Christ, will pay off in spades. Thank God for his blessing. Delay and Pray equips you to be a spiritual fasting expert so that you can train others, especially your family. I'm training you to intercede and worship the Lord in the most impossible situations in this course. In this course, I am coaching you to have a mindset of compassion and love and abundance instead of a mindset of limitations. Let's learn how to have a heart for intercession and for others and to work within a community to hasten the miracles. We were meant to be in community with one another, to fast and pray for each other and intercede for each other and worship together on a daily basis. Wherever two or more are gathered in his name, he will answer our prayers and you need never be alone. When your heart is united to the Father's heart through prayer and fasting, things happen. When a community prays and fasts together, things happen, especially if they are praying and fasting for a common purpose. I am always asking God for his desires for our group and for my life. I want my desires to be his desires, my will to be aligned with his will. This should not cause you fear. He wants more for you than you could possibly imagine for yourself. Through prayerful intercession, we can come to know the Father's desires, and this is where we will feel the most peace. Intercession is where we are praying for something or someone, and we put our fasting muscles behind it. These are big asks for God. But he says in scripture to ask and you shall receive. Pentecost was the result of an ask. But when you ask, you must continuously cry out in persistence. It's not enough, like I said, to just ask one time. You must continually ask over and over and over again until God blesses you. If you want the grace to fast, then you're going to have to ask Mary, Mother of God, to intercede for you and give you the grace necessary to fast and pray. 
you need to cry out to her and the intercession of the holy souls in purgatory and the angels and the saints to help you get the graces to do what you ought to do in the sight of God. Spiritual fasting is the very means of how we proclaim the word of God. God demands that we take his living word out to all the people, both inside and outside the church. I can pray for anyone, anywhere, a person in China or India. I can pray for the end to abortion. I can pray for a family in Brazil. I can intercede for anyone all over the world, and so can you. We have power through the Holy Spirit. I can pray against communism and socialism. I can pray against unfair elections and pandemics. This is how we change the world. We pray, fast, and spread the gospel by our example. When we fast off food and alcohol for periods of time, it also gives you the heart of God. Have you stopped to think of how sad he is that only 30% of Catholics are attending church? Most of my clients are actually praying and fasting for their children, husbands, or some family member to come back to Mass. Does the church not attending Catholic Mass, does that hurt your heart at all? Do we care about the souls of people who don't love Jesus, or do we just pass it off as just another thing and watch another Netflix show? You have power, my friends, through the Holy Spirit to fast and pray for them. Can we as the church militant enter the boxing ring and be troubled enough to intercede for those in our families to come back to Mass and fall in love with Jesus Christ? I think we can. And Advent is the perfect time to do it. God and His Holy Mother weep over every human being who does not love Him. Spiritual fasting will give you a heart like God that weeps as well. The weight falls off, the faith is gained, and your life becomes more meaningful than ever. This is the key. We can love God enough to dine in with him on our own body fat. And I talk all about this in my course. This is the way to get hungry and pray for those within our families and our nations to come back to the Catholic Church. We can do it. A heart for Jesus allows us to love God and live like God. And that is where we will find our true happiness and true love. It is love that compels us to pray. Struggle and discomfort and love of others compels us to pray. Dan DeMatt says this about the power of the Holy Spirit by the power of prayer on YouTube. He says, pray for the power of the Holy Spirit to come over you and give you a heart for others so that you can reach your dreams. Pray for the charisms of the Holy Spirit to be poured down upon you. The reason this is so important is because the charisms are for others. They are for others. So you will need a heart for others. When you have a heart of love for others like God does, then he gives you the gifts of the Holy Spirit to help others. These gifts are like the ammunition and resources that are poured out to fulfill the desire. He helps you in all things when your life is oriented towards others. If my prayer time is all about me and not about you, then the Holy Spirit is less likely to share the gifts with me. But if I'm hungry in my prayer and fasting, not only for my personal sanctification, but for all of the world to know him, then the Lord is going to see my heart and he is going to pour his gifts out upon me. We have a church that needs our intercession. People are literally starving for God. Oh, that's so beautiful. Wouldn't it be fantastic if we could be hungry for the starving? This is the exact meaning of the church militant. We get in the ring and we box tirelessly for others. There are people who are hungry and they have no idea what they are hungry for. They're just eating aimlessly. And this is metaphorically as well as literally. We can have compassion for them. Pray for your heart to meld into God's heart. This is a gift and happens when we receive the Eucharist. 
You cannot earn it. You can only receive him reverently and ask the Lord for the precious gift of a heart breaking for those who do not know him. It starts with a gift of compassion for yourself and for others. Ask for the gift of the ability to stay with discomfort and struggle instead of eating or drinking it away. It says over and over in the Gospels that his heart was moved with compassion, and your heart can do the same if you ask for it. Compassion means to suffer with. Again, Dan says, the Lord wants to move our heart with compassion. Holy Spirit, we pray that you would give us the Father's heart, that you would give us Jesus's most sacred heart. We pray you allow our hearts to be broken over the things that break your heart, Lord. Or we pray that you would let us live with sensitivity to the Spirit, that we wouldn't grow in the apathy of this world or the complacency of evil, but that our hearts would be resensitized to sin and resensitized to the strongholds of our culture. We have the power to break those strongholds in ourselves and in our families, in our nation, and in the whole wide world. Lord, give us compassion and help us experience a huge faith gain. With that will come health and the weight loss we are longing for. I hope you liked my metaphor of getting in the ring this Advent season and preparing yourself for the best Christmas in 2024 you could ever imagine. And if you're ready to consider coaching and have the best year of your life, then get on the wait list for my next Delay and Pray group coaching course that starts in January. You will be starting a 15-week regimen of weight loss and faith gain, and you will never turn back. It also makes a great gift too, and it's worth every penny. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and are ready to boldly manage both your body and soul. Please like and share it with your friends if it was inspiring for you so others will hear the great message of permanent weight loss by learning to delay sugar, flour, and alcohol even during the holidays. Have a great week, my friends. Keep praying and fasting, and I will talk to you next week. May God bless you and keep you always. If you are interested in learning more about spiritual fasting and permanent weight loss, then come join my course, Delay and Pray, a guided course for weight loss through spiritual fasting. You won't go through it alone either. I will be there to coach you every step of the way. This is a group coaching program where you are part of an amazing community of like-minded Catholics who have the same goal as you to bring about miracles while losing that weight permanently through spiritual fasting. Your purchase includes an online course detailing what spiritual fasting is, how to do it, and all the tools you need to get you the results you're longing for. Head over to my website right now at thecatholicfastingcoach.com and get the details on how to join. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and LinkedIn to always get the latest daily information to help you keep fasting, my friends. Can't wait to see you in there. May God bless you and keep you always.